how to keep up contact with your family and friends uh, when they stop using FaceTime, you're not in direct connection with them remotely. One of the, the difficulties I think that's come up in recent time is that uh, with various restrictions uh, due to COVID-19, there sometimes is a bit of a disconnection. And of course, we've tried our best, so many of us have, to uh, to substitute that for maybe phone calls, FaceTime, Zoom calls, various Facebook, various different platforms that allow us to, to make that connection. One of the problems, though, with these systems is that they're different in that very often the call is prearranged and it's organized. I mean, you can still pick up the phone and call somebody. Probably not at the point yet where everybody appreciates a random video call. Some people don't like that as much. It depends on the relationship you have with the person. But it's not necessarily the same as just being there with the people where you can just walk up to them and go, hey. So technology to some degree is solving uh, solving these challenges. Uh, but even then, it still mightn't be quite the same. I had the opportunity to attend two different conferences and meetings uh, uh, the week before last. And one of them was via Zoom. Uh, and it was that kind of 2D video system. So we're talking to each other that way. The other one uh, was in virtual reality. So using a headset, you walk around in 3D space. And it was really interesting because although I'd done both before, I'd never done both back to back. You know, so one directly the other. It was quite a day. It was a <laughs> certainly stretches your imagination to do that all day. Um, but it was really interesting, the comparison, because what I was able to do in the virtual reality, which I wasn't able to do as well uh, in the, the 2D video call, is I was able to kind of walk up to a group of virtual people who were chatting and you get to kind of stand close to them and you get to say, hey, how are you doing? Which it's, it's not quite the same. There's a space where people can come apart, cluster into little groups, walk away again. And that's a little bit different. So very often, you know, as you're walking through the neighborhood or you're spending time with people, you, you, you know, you can do that. You can make contact with them. You can chat and connect with them. So it's quite weird that that's not there for us at the moment. So a lot of those connections that we normally had aren't there necessarily as easily. So how to respond to that? Well, given that it's World Meditation Day, meditation is one thing you can do. And it's not the only thing I'm going to suggest. You should definitely connect with people where possible. But what I would say is there are, or at least have been uh, throughout time, plenty of people who are surrounded by people but still not feeling connection. You know, it's not necessarily the one equals the other. And there are other people, even expert meditators sometimes, who are sitting up in a, a monastery or a cave somewhere, completely alone, but feeling a beautiful sense of connection with other people. You know, a sense of wishing the world well and of being supported by it. So that's interesting. So we mightn't all be quite at that level, but we can certainly engage in some practice along those lines. It, it, it's lovely to recognize that yeah, actually I am part of a community and just to spend a bit of time noticing uh, the people who are there around you to whatever degree you do have social contact. Also just the world around you, nature around you as well. And also the meaningful connections we have with people who mightn't be in front of us right now. Now, they mightn't be in front of us because they're somewhere else and we, we just we're not on the phone or a video call with them right now. 
But that doesn't mean we still can't appreciate that connection. And you can also appreciate the connection you've had with people who, who aren't even around anymore and who have inspired us and who have had a meaningful impact in our life. You know, there's no reason why that should be just located by physical presence because, you know, that, that, that comes and goes. I mean, if, if you like somebody and they leave the room, does that mean suddenly, you know, your life has to change drastically? No, no, you know, they're in the other room, but you still value them, you appreciate how they've inspired you, you wish them well, all of that is still there. So I think likewise, some meditation or even some visualization to feel close to those people that matter to you can go quite a long way in moments like this where there are social or physical disconnects. And of course, you know, over time that, that will change and, you know, we'll have a bit more connection and that's something you can definitely look forward to as well as part of it. I think in all meditation, a recognition that what is happening in the moment, if it's challenging, is temporary, is very helpful. You know, the, 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 the only permanent thing is that things are temporary. They're, they're changing, they're fluxing, they're, they're, they're like the river. You know, the river may persist, but the waves are going to change in each and every moment. So sometimes we see what's happening in front of us and we go, oh, well, that's it forever. And then we kind of, you know, adopt a stance which actually makes us feel worse. There's nothing wrong with not liking something, but, you know, seeing, I suppose, the flow of the waters of the river can, can serve you reasonably well. So, along with that, though, seeing if you can arrange time to have connection with people can be helpful. So sometimes this needs a bit of a routine. Some people are better than others at picking up the phone or answering it or at arranging video calls. So maybe if you can arrange a regular time that you, you have those, that can be helpful because sometimes they do actually want to connect with you, but it's just a kind of synchronization or an organization thing. And it's like anything. You know, most things wouldn't happen if they weren't scheduled. You know, there's a real advantage to kind of going, all right, doing that on Tuesday and that on Saturday. And, you know, a little bit of flow comes from that. So I suppose keeping in touch in that way and having it doesn't need to be too often, but also not too not often. So it's so spaced out that you lose the momentum of contact. But if there is some semi-regular arrangement, that can make it easier so you don't feel like you're hassling the other person and asking but you're you know, keeping up some sense of community. Hope we do this every, every day or every twice a week or once a week or you know, every two weeks or you know, wh whatever feels right. And you can change that as you go, but a little bit of rhythm there can uh, certainly be useful. And the other thing to remember is that you, know, you literally aren't alone and that if you have people that you can't connect with as much as you might like right now, you know, still do your best. You know, do some uh, connection meditation yourself. Connect with the people who you can connect with where possible. But also, maybe you need to connect with some other people as well. And there are various support groups that are there, or, you know, just like we're doing now, like-minded people who can share ideas and explore topics. And that can be really useful as well. So do draw on those kinds of supports as well. So hopefully by constructing together a bit of a mix of what's available, and by using your imagination a bit, you can you know, feel a nice sense of connection and that's something that can keep growing. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or at JFL.com.